four rat sheets. And you might need to do some laundry. Oh, but stinky and crusty is just the way we like it. Welcome in, friends, and thanks for uh, pushing play on this edition of Fusebox, lovingly referred to as Rat Sheets, and I will susplain that momentarily. I'm your licking the backs of envelopes to get the added fiber host, Mark Rosen, over there, and in no way resembling rodentia of any type, form, or description, is the maestro of the mixage. Milk canes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, please do explain this title because I got pictures in my head of where this thing could go. And, I, you know, I'd really like them removed right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see how that might happen. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, friends, the term, and it is a real term, too. We, uh, we don't fool around on this show. No, sir. No, no, no. We don't bring some weak, fake terms to the party. Indeed not. We bring only the saltiest, most provocative, and some might say fecund <laughs> brand of terminology here on Fusebox. And uh, Rat Sheets is uh, one of my all-time faves, actually. Is that because it has rat in it? It doesn't have too much rat in it. Just a sprinkle, you might say. A dash. Perhaps a dash of rat. But this non-fake term refers to a uh, poster or flyer that's main purpose is to uh, bash the competition of the postee, you know? Well, you could liken it to, uh, you know, like a, a political billboard or a similar thing where the main idea is just to call the other guy or brand or idea, whatever. Just call them stinky and promptly run home slow. Yeah, 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 I get it. So so the, the rat is like uh, ratting someone out. Right, precisely. Cool. And uh, speaking of lousy, and yes, but also stinking vermin, how about this toxic little morsel? So, uh, you may recall, and uh, uh, this gentleman is not the toxic morsel, by the way. <laughs> so, you may recall the name uh, David Hogg. Yeah, he's one of the students who's uh, pretty vocal about getting uh, stricter gun laws, right? Right. Right, right. He and his other uh, activist uh, associates there uh, are survivors of the Douglas High School shootings of just uh, recently and uh, have been doing a lot to raise awareness of this crazy pattern lately. Yeah, you, you know, you'd think everybody would be pretty aware of it by now, you know? Yeah. Seems like this crap happens every week for crying out loud. Indeed, indeed it does. And, uh, you know... With all that awareness, it just doesn't stop the stupid person from taking another bite out of that stinky sandwich. You know, case in point, this from uh, MSN. A police canine officer is facing disciplinary action after he uh, posted a disturbing comment on Facebook in a thread about a, quote, die-in protest at a supermarket. Information about the protest at Publix, where nationally known Parkland student David Hogg and other students outlined 17 bodies in the parking lot, was posted on a Coral Springs 
Parkland uh, Facebook page, Brian Valenti, who has been uh, with Coconut Creek Police Department for 23 years, wrote, quoting now, Hope some old lady loses control of her car in that lot. Under a photo of Hogg, who organized the event. A uh, screenshot of the comment <laughs> was sent to Coconut Creek commissioners and the police chief, the uh, Sun Sentinel, also reports that uh, the comment has since been deleted. <laughs> uh, quoting now, he feels terrible and is very willing to apologize in person. Rod Skirvin, a union leader and recently retired Coconut Creek detective, told the uh, Sun Sentinel, we're going to speak to the chief on Tuesday when he goes back to work. There will be disciplinary repercussions for him. The police department is in talks with uh, Valenti about the next steps, but could not confirm as of Tuesday morning what disciplinary action will be taken. Well, we already know he was uh, suspended, at least uh, for the moment. What about uh, skinning? Skinning's good. Can't say. Don't know. Here's the thing, friends. This uh, remark, it's horrible, for sure. But more horrifying to me is that... uh, what what exactly did this guy expect? That no one would see it? This is what amazes me sometimes about the whole social media thing. Don't you realize that, uh, <laughs> that everyone sees this stuff? It's not a private conversation between you and the inside of your head. There are folks out there reading it, lots of them, and some can even make comments back to you or share the utter idiocy with other friends who do the same share thing with their friends. Isn't there supposed to be some, uh, quote, uh, sensitivity training required in that job? Yeah, and there is. And there are countless examples of that actually working for a positive result. This kind of thing, you know, it's like trying to put a fire out with jet fuel again. Yeah, you got to wonder, too, if the guy wanted to be noticed. You know what I mean? Well, you know what? There is that, which, frankly, underlines a bigger and more disturbing area that certainly a skilled police psychiatrist will want to investigate more thoroughly. Uh, Is that after or uh, before the skinny? (laughs) If uh, if there is a bright side to this uh, thing... Um, it, it's that they, they just can't push this recent activism under a rock, right? Because every harebrained attempt to uh, derail or uh, minimize these uh, demonstrations, it, it just, all it does is serve to refocus the whole damn issue, you know? Which is why, gentle listeners, we must ask, nay, implore the ages old question. What the fuck, Florida? We asked Steve Schrudelman to shrink his own head, but it's to prove a point. Oh, yeah, this could be good. Uh-huh. If you help me. Thefuseboxshow.com by the way, 
a notion on this uh, gun thing. Why is it there are countries on this here spheroid that also allow for uh, the ownership of guns and have uh, sensible laws in place governing uh, the aforesaid ownership of these things that have uh, zero gun-related fatalities? Strike you odd? I personally think it's it's not the weapon. It's, uh, sadly, the human. Now, let's just take, oh, I don't know, Iceland, for instance. That country has a population just shy of half a million folks. Now, the citizens of uh, Iceland are allowed to own firearms there as well. Do you know what the gun-related fatality uh, numbers were for uh, last year, Mr. Keynes? Yeah, but what are you going to shoot? I mean, crazed reindeer crashes through your front door looking for smoked herring? (laughs) I know, but the answer was zero. None. If we look at the stats of this country, we get 12 deaths per 100,000 people. And that's just Utah. I'm not kidding. Utah is in the top 20, by the way. Evidently, Alaska is the highest, with 19 deaths per 100,000. Bet you that surprised you, huh? Thinking of some other place, right? Yeah, but but, but Alaska is just this fro... Oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You see? Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Similar weather conditions, but that's where the similarities end. I think it's the people, folks. We're in many ways um, just conditioning people to become easily annoyed, agitated, and confrontational for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Because, you know, becoming tweaked at lawmakers for not doing a, a, a better job of representing the actual needs of the population is one thing. But uh, becoming agitated to the point that you gun down your neighbor for using a leaf blower on Sunday morning, that's a little much. Well, that is annoying. Perhaps. But you see my point, right? Now, <laughs> another case in point here, our fearless leader here on the... Uh, Overnightscape Underground Channel, Frank Edward Nora, oftentimes, most of the time, actually, does his show from the uh, streets of uh, Manhattan and has uh, pointed out this phenomenon that happens (laughs) at a traffic light once it turns green. Horns begin to blow at about 500 milliseconds after the light changes if the car in front hasn't moved immediately. (laughs) Where the hell do you have to be that an additional 500 milliseconds is the deal breaker? That's all I want to know. I really do think the levels of anxiety and stress are being uh, uh, amplified through uh, various kinds of uh, social conditioning. And uh, particularly since we live in this uh, on-demand type of place, this instant gratification society. So you've never been in that grocery line. Where the person in front of you is paying with like 147 different coupons and then their uh, card won't take and they keep swiping and swiping and it's beeping and they're swiping and then they try another card and then that's... Yeah, yeah, I know. I I know what you're saying. Um, That can be annoying. But again, would you become so annoyed that you'd want to do harm to that person? Seriously. Let me get back to you on that one. (laughs) 
Oh, and uh, speaking of grocery stores, right? Some may have uh, recognized the uh, supermarket named in that last segment that we uh, we were talking about, uh, Publix, as the uh, same store chain that uh, decided to censor a cake. Yeah, what was that? Like uh, the cake had cum on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a uh, graduation cake, and uh, the message was supposed to read, you know, the guy's name, congratulations, and the, the designation summa cum laude, class of 2018. Well, the damn online cake ordering thingy evidently has a uh, very high, or as it was quoted in the Huffington Post article, very temperamental algorithm for uh, profanity and presumed that the word, quote, cum, C-U-M, was, well, something other than that. Whole other kind of icing. <laughs> most, most eloquent, Mr. Keynes. Well, it is. Well, the mother of the uh, aforementioned graduate at the notion that she was the first to ever ask for the summa cum laude distinction on a cake before. You know, it says more about the lack of brainiacs in that area. Or their love of cake. I'd prefer pie. Wait, a graduation pie? Well, why the hell not? I mean, wait, can, can you even do a layer pie? Well, I know one damn thing for sure. I could easily eat one. Wow. Hey, hey, what about uh, like a, a wedding pie? Yeah, see, now I think we're getting into a weird area here. It just, uh, I mean, think of how that would, would be, man. You'd, you know, you'd, you'd have to have some kind of uh, uh, scaffolding made of pie dough, you know, to support, like, the, the, the various pie levels. Yeah, um, you know, I, well, then, I... Then you'd have to support the bottom layers in such a way that the uh, filling, you know, do doesn't collapse... The bottom layers and get all... Well, you know, maybe we just give Neil deGrasse Tyson a call and to figure out how we... I mean, if, if you use something like uh, coconut cream filling on the upper tiers, well, m maybe that actually would be lighter, you know? I mean, you sure as hell couldn't use fruit filling. That would be a fucking mess, man. You know, I think you may have found a new vocation, Mr. Keynes. Nay... A new mission in life, the layer pie conundrum. Sounds like a Robert Ludlum book, doesn't it? Maybe, you know, maybe it's in the dough formula. <laughs> you know what I think? I think you should get Eco and Milo, the Japanese pocket squirrel, to assist you in this game-changing notion, Mr. Keynes. Seriously. This is going to take some real, uh, real engineering, man. So, in other cake and pie-filling news, there's this. The following is a moment of zen with Georgie Patterson Owens III of Meridian, Mississippi. Life coach, meditation teacher, and martial arts instructor. 
And you get that big old gun in your hand and you that a boom, boom, boom and all that thing spinning around a big old wild whip with a hat on going to be and there's nobody there to begin with except you and all the people and you're just taking it down and in and up and down all beside then you know what you're trying to be except you ain't never been there before. The preceding has been a moment of zen with Georgie Patterson Owens III of Meridian, Mississippi. Life coach, meditation teacher, and martial arts instructor. Oh, hello. I'm Dr. Arbor McGarf, M.D. But you can call me Dr. Arbor McGarf. And I'm here to talk to you about the important health benefits of Fusebox merchandise. As you know, Fusebox provides a twice-monthly podcast dose of ear food. Now, what is a podcast, you ask? <laughs> well, the scientific explanation might be too complicated to explain here. After all, I'm a doctor, which means I have a tremendous amount of education you don't have. And that makes me, well, smarter than all of you. It also makes me much, much wealthier. But even those of you who are poor and uneducated can't afford not to provide your body with the important vitamins and minerals found only in Fusebox ear food and Fusebox merchandise. Box merchandise is chock full of healthy goodness everybody needs. Your Q-Zone is an important part of your overall health and well-being. And only Fuse Box merchandise provides the necessary nutrients your Q-Zone needs to live a long, happy, and healthy life. Why, I have it on good authority that President Eisenhower himself enjoys Fuse Box merchandise. And to get your daily dose of Fusebox merchandise, just visit thefuseboxshow.com and click the store link. And then, purchase as much Fusebox merchandise as you can, so you too can enjoy good times and good health. Be healthier. Visit thefuseboxshow.com today. That's thefuseboxshow.com. But they're everywhere, man. No, no, no. I, no, no. I get what you. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that. That's. When that's, did we let this happen? Is all I'm saying. That's definitely changed the game. Yeah. Yeah, and completely for the right and wrong reasons. Yeah. Oh well, hello, friends. <laughs> we were uh, just discussing a point there during the uh, break about uh, various law enforcement techniques these days and uh, how it's really dramatically uh, changed over the last few years. How creepy some of it is. Well, yes, there is that. But uh, there, there is a factor that, uh, that like we were talking about, the, the surveillance systems in place, well, they're virtually everywhere now. And how in uh, many cases, those were actually the uh, linchpin in solving certain crimes by identifying certain uh, POIs, as they are known, persons of interest. And uh, All I'm saying is that TV is making that kind of thing look okay. 
to have these goddamn electronic eyeballs peering into everybody's shit. Right. Yeah, because, you know, Officer Danby over there looked over the footage and found the, the perp climbing in the back window at the hour the dead guy was supposedly murdered, and then that solved the case. I get that. But it doesn't make it any less creepy to have uh, these damn things. They're, they're on everywhere all the time. I know, I know. I mean, you make a good point. I just, honest man, I don't know what the answer is for that. I mean, it's true, friends. We're, we're, we're soaking in it and maybe slowly being parboiled in it. I don't know. But uh, it's like the, 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 the privacy aspect uh, as well. I mean, it, it's going to be damn hard to unring that bell now where everybody has just uh, pretty much gleefully signed away much of that privacy by merely opening their favorite browser. And, and, and hey, and we've had this discussion before. I, I think the two-way watching thing goes back to the early days of cable TV, man. Yeah, yeah, and, and we've had that conversation, and uh, you were saying that you believe that the cable boxes were actually two-way pipelines. <laughs> that you were watching the TV, but the TV was... Was watching you, too. Hey, they proved it with the phone systems. That's not conspiracy crap. It was possible to eavesdrop into any phone any time they wanted to. They just activated the microphone in the handset. Sometimes they had to do uh, that thing where, you know, the, the phone would ring once. But uh, as time went on, it, it wasn't needed at all. Comforting thought. Very comforting, Mr. Keynes. I call them as I see them. Yes, and uh, speaking of calling, we're going to call it a show and try to get out of here and down the block before the authorities arrive. But not before thanking, with love in our hearts and the doors tightly locked, to our contributors in uh, this uh, edition of the program, Scott Campbell, Nico Lane, and Eric Newsom. Also, thanks to our guru of graphic equalization, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and layer pie wrangling. So, uh, you, you think it's in the crust? I mean, uh, how would we... Uh... Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, where do I get yak butter? And last, but certainly far from least, thanks to you, friends, for once again having the faith, fortitude, and clearly nothing better to do, and pushing play on this humble audio offering. Please do subscribe and uh, do that uh, like thing where applicable. We do appreciate it muchly, as uh, we may need you all as uh, character witnesses sometime. I have been your using transparent tape over the camera lenses because I like the romantic look of it host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse.